1: Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton, and you're listening to I, See Why Am I In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And it is officially Mariah Carey season. To be clear, it is always Mariah season in the Hampton household. Always be my baby will always be a bop. My all. It's my everything. But now that spooky season has officially ended, it's now time for the rest of y'all to get on the train and celebrate Mariah's season. And to usher in good tidings of great joy, the queen of Christmas herself has blessed us with what might be the most iconic video that I feel I must share with all of you so what's happening in this video at the beginning is mariah carey instead of riding a broomstick is riding a exercise bike and the days of october are ticking down around her she's in all black and then we hit november 1st and she transitions into that high note and into her christmas wear the hashtag is hashtag and you know what she's right Unfortunately, that is all the good news we have for today. Because, in case you missed it, things are a little bit grim right now. Elon Musk is charging real American dollars for verification. Starting next week, the sun will be setting before 5 p.m. here in New York. The word midterm sends me into an existential crisis. And after being banned from almost every single social media platform, Andrew Tate is still making bank And that's what today's show is about. Not daylight savings, which should be abolished, but Andrew Tate. This past summer was the first time a lot of the world was exposed to the former professional kickboxer and self-described misogynist. Yes, he self-describes as misogynist. You can guess where this is going. He rose to prominence, espousing... Heinous views about women, like, they belong in the home, they can't drive, and are a man's property, to name a few. While it is true that I can't drive, I don't think that has anything to do with me being a woman. A large portion of his audience are children, and teachers have warned that his content is radicalizing a generation of school children into bigotry. It's, again, grim. We actually spent a long time in this show trying to figure out how to cover Tate without playing or elevating any of his content. And then in August, as we were debating, the choice was made for us because Tate was deplatformed by Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. As I said before on the show, I'm a fan of deplatforming. I think it works. However... I did wonder what would happen to Tate's audience once his content wasn't as freely accessible. And a new BuzzFeed investigation by Egrande Dahir answered my question in the worst possible fashion by suggesting that rather than silo Tate, what deplatforming did was offer a financial boon by driving his supporters to enroll in his Hustlers University. Yes, that is the real name. After a short break, I will be back to talk with Ikran about Hustlers University, deep platforming, and who the next Andrew Tate might be. And we're back with BuzzFeed Internet culture reporter Ikran Dahir, who recently wrote a incredible piece on Andrew Tate, who our UK listeners might actually recognize from Big Brother. Ikran, welcome.
2: Thanks for having me. Of
1: course. Okay, so my first question is very important, which is, are you going to stay on Twitter now that Elon Musk is officially in charge?
2: Yeah, my side of Twitter was essentially just... Stand Twitter anyway. I'm in this like bubble away from like media Twitter that's like insanely angry about it. it is, I mean it, it affects is. me like with like I guess the increase of the N-word. Mm, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to potential doxing, but I'll definitely not be paying.
1: That was my next question. Are you gonna pay four ninety nine to stay verified? <laughs> four ninety nine a month to stay verified. I Fine. do
2: not care. Impersonate me. <laughs>
1: All right. So the theme of the show today is apparently terrible men, because we're here to talk about a piece you wrote called Andrew Tate's Hustlers University 2.0 has made at least $11 million in just one month. First, this was a phenomenal piece. Um, Second, I do have to ask, are you okay? Um, (laughs) What's going
2: on? Yeah, I'm good. I remember at one point, like telling a friend, like if I was more impressionable, I would probably not be okay, but I think having had the experience of just being in like the worst places on the internet, I've made it out fine. It was very easy to separate from reality. But I, I could I could see what the appeal was, definitely. Cause they were all like good friends in a way, even though they were complete strangers. Just mm. like a fandom. They yeah. thought in the same way, they planned things in the same way. And I guess it at one point it was very like energetic but as he was like deplatformed and times went on it just sort of died down but yeah I did the courses
1: okay we're definitely gonna get into the courses but before we do that how would you kind of describe Andrew Tate's like whole thing how is he different from like a Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson
2: um I think he has no real political alignment in a way And he doesn't actually have a personal stance on things, as it seems. He just acts in a way that's considered macho and traditionally male and something just that a lot of guys can look up to and try to become. Sometimes it just appears he's just speaking in clickbait, in a way. Like, he says, like, the wildest thing. And unless you listen, you'll never realise he doesn't actually mean (laughs) The crazy wild thing. But everyone else is so captivated by the wild thing he says that they fixate on that and they end up believing in that way and they possess those behaviours. And sometimes I just think maybe his following is more dangerous than him.
1: Mm, Could you give an example of like the wild thing that he says that he may or may not believe in?
2: Well, I guess he probably does believe that women should cook. (laughs) But I don't think he probably sees it as a be-all and end-all of cooking. Of making food because in his videos, it seems as if if you cook, you're losing time time that you could be using to be rich. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure he's making like a pasta or two. There's just no way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he hasn't made a single meal in his life.
2: <laughs> exactly. There's no way. There's yeah. no way he's always getting takeout or getting a woman to cook. I mean, the
1: amount of money that you said that he made, maybe he's True. always getting out.
2: Oh, my God. DoorDash is just stacking up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has his own personal DoorDash person.
2: Probably. I mean, so, he flew over a car because he got banned off Uber to Dubai. What do you mean he
1: flew over a car?
2: Like a Bugatti? I don't even know how to say it. That's how broke I am. <laughs> but <laughs> he flew over from Europe. To Dubai, because he his post on the right-wing social media app was like, I got banned off Uber, so I bought my own car. And it was like a picture of the car, and like the flight route, a screenshot of it. And I was like, <laughs> is this how the rich live?
1: <laughs> Apparently, just shipping cars across country, across borders.
2: Insane. I didn't even know that was possible.
1: You know, everything's possible when you have money. So besides... <laughs> I guess getting rich seems to be his main kind of export. What other... What's his ideology that his followers are really kind of espousing?
2: Um, That they live in the matrix and they need to make their way out. And it's the matrix that's enslaving them and preventing them from being rich. They're a wage slave brokey because they're stuck in the matrix. But if they do what he does and has like a a gazillion side hustles, you too can be rich. You too can break out the matrix. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole new thing that's like after Hustles University is like a campaign, like a, a call out to, or it's not really men. He doesn't specify men really, but he talks about being a man and becoming rich a lot. So I guess that's why he attracts the male generations but it's literally just like sign up for $49 now, or you'll be paying 129 later.
1: Oh, okay. Before we get into that, how did you first start like reporting the story? How long have you been following Tate as a figure?
2: In general, I heard about Tate like in March mm-hmm. of this year. I mean, I knew he existed in like the UK celeb Big Brother and stuff like that years mm. ago. Yeah. But I didn't pay attention to him like all these young men have until March, which is when a few of my friends would like send a video like, look what this guy is saying on TikTok. But I didn't associate his face with his name until Mm. like much later down the month. And i was just like, oh my God, this is the same guy over and over. And he's going crazy viral, but it's not on his own account. Like what's happening here? That's when I connect to the dots that it was like a bunch of men using affiliate marketing schemes to try and get their own money by posting him and then having like their bio with like a referral thing just to later explain how they do that and it's just so it's kind of fascinating I guess and it's a very cheap way of marketing Mm -hmm. it's not a billboard it's It's free free.
1: yeah (laughs) in fact you're getting money from people to market you because it's $49 a month And then you wrote that much of the content featuring Tate that went viral across platforms this summer was created as free advertising by those in Hustlers University 2.0. So people are enrolling in Hustlers University for $49.99 and part of the courses is creating marketing, which is how the rest of us found out about him. Is that right?
2: Yeah, so that part of his server was like, before I joined but it was apparently called like affiliate marketing and they would join it download videos learn how to edit and then they would just post these like incredibly edited videos and they're edited kind of like memey crack videos like you know with the text and like dramatic music and the zoom-ins and very much like almost like a fan cam it's just like (laughs) there's just billions of tape fan cams (laughs) on the internet and it's weird because that is how he ended up losing everything like he doesn't mm. have access to most of the world anymore because that did so well it's it's interesting I wonder if if he didn't have that part of his marketing would he have still been on the internet possibly
1: what do you mean that that that's what ultimately led to his downfall
2: because he was being so viral it, it kind of like brought him into the spotlight more he mm-hmm. became a name to go after
1: you also wrote that Going viral for being deplatformed has actually been a huge financial boon for Tate. So yeah. in some ways this this seems very counterintuitive because the way this is going is like these people are paying money to join this university. They're then making marketing for Tate. Tate then gets deplatformed because the content is so bad and people start latching onto him. And then he makes more money from being deplatformed.
2: Yeah. 200,000 people were in the server when I left. That's a lot of people.
1: That is. And they have to pay to be there, right? Yeah. So I can't do math that fast, but 200,000 times nine nine a month is a lot of money.
2: Yeah, that ended up being the exact figure was like 200 and something. It ended up being around 11 million. And we, we can't tell if they only paid for one month
1: mm. or if they paid
2: for more because he wouldn't give back to us. <laughs> he could have been even richer in our headline, but I guess we'll never know.
1: <laughs> so tell me a bit about your experience in Hustlers University. What, were the, what was the class like? What were the courses like?
2: Um, so the most popular course was the copywriting course and it mm-hmm. didn't need any money to start up or do anything. So that's the one I signed up to first. Um, and it was just like this man talking me through the basics of writing um like for marketing and how to write an email and then as the course continues on I think it's like eight to ten classes I'm not sure but Mm. you do the survey do the quiz and then when you do the survey you get like homework aka g work Mm -hmm. and once you do that you can put it in the server or To be honest, you don't really have to do it. I didn't do any of the G work. I just looked at it like, okay, I know how to write. Anyway, on to the next lesson. (laughs) And towards the end, they teach you how to mass market. Like people at the end of it are like, they become professional spammers. Great. (laughs) Because they teach you how to like find emails and then Mm -hmm. how to email this many people at the same time.
1: Hmm. So is this why? Oh my god! I'm just thinking of all the random texts I've gotten, literally just spam, and I'm like, oh is yeah, this all hustlers' university.
2: Who knows? The emails, pff, most likely, but the texts. I think they tell them, like, make sure you look into it. What the legal thing is in your country? I haven't. I have not signed up to any of the actual texting things, but that would have been insane. Can you imagine if it was like a 14 year old kid <laughs> just texting
1: me? <laughs> Oprah has a new sweepstakes for you, you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this copywriting course is that all that the hustle like is that the only course no they have?
2: well so i didn't do i had a look around like the e-commerce amazon all that stuff but it felt like i actually needed money money the only mm. one that i felt like i could kind of like sneak not sneak in but have a look and do the courses in was the stocks one um because at the end of the day, that's down to you making your own account and investing mm-hmm. so i I did the lessons for that, and it's really like verbatim saying, "What does this word mean?" and what is that like it was literally like a child being taught business in a way uh-huh so if you come into the server having already done stocks, then there's no point really and then yeah. in the server, there was somebody giving tips on what to invest in mm-hmm. so once you've done that. Once you've done like three, you were given access to the tips part of the server where you were able to get tips from one of the stock's professors. And he would like cryptically say what's becoming, what's a good investment right now and when they should drop it. Who are these professors? That's the thing. Tate claims they are all rich men earning tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand a month. Mm -hmm. and that's their qualification from from all I know we don't know about their degrees it's just it's not very clear
1: is any of that money verified like how do you know that you're not just being taught by because there are children in these servers how do you not know that you're not just being taught by a 14 year old
2: they do videos okay and (laughs) so they're on video or they do like a voice AMA so you know it's a grown man Okay. It's it's definitely... I've (laughs) also got a voice simulator or something going on. I don't know. But um, it's definitely grown men. But it could be his bestie from down the road. Like, you'll never know.
1: And so are the courses the real draw of Hustlers University? Or is it... There's like a massive Discord server that you were talking... The one that had like 200,000 people in it.
2: Yeah. So the general one that you join when you pay is the 200,000 one. Mm -hmm. And then within the server you are linked out to other servers, depending on which topic you want to do. So if you join the copywriting one, then you've joined one with like 100,000 people and there's a general chat and you can talk about copywriting. So I think what's been really attractive for most people is probably not just the learning, but the like-minded people that they Mm. speak to. So these are like-minded people who are also making money from Hustle University and they can like talk to each other, one of the guys I interviewed says he hired people from Hassle's university, so I guess it literally is just a LinkedIn. For them.
1: <laughs> That's what this is sounding like more and more to me, more than a, a school of any sort.
2: Yeah, it is.
1: What's the kind of Tinder of the conversation in this Discord like? I mean, Andrew Tate blew up for most people because of like the incredibly misogynistic things that he was saying. Is that what the like? discord felt like
2: um it depends on what they were talking about sometimes people would just seek literal very deep advice like they will ask about a divorce or oh. their, their their parents arguing or what people do in the gym it's so varied but every now and again someone will be like hey i want to leave i want to stop paying how do i do that mm-hmm. and someone will reply with something like be ashamed <laughs> and other people are like are you sure and then they'll just like React with like weird emojis or whatever, and then that person eventually does leave. I I think most of the time, but otherwise there were like servers for push ups. Just people were doing push ups and posting videos of themselves having done push ups.
1: So it's just wall to wall videos of people doing push ups.
2: Yeah, and people would react with like the G emoji. So it's like you know, you're a G. What's with the G? <laughs> Well, Andrew Tate is top G. Of course he is. (laughs) Yes, and they all want to be top Gs. And so they... (laughs) This is their quest on how to become a top G.
1: I'm learning so much about how to become a top G, but I do think we need to take a quick break afterwards. We'll be back to talk more about Andrew Tate, his schemes, and the community he has built. Hi, y'all! If you love our podcast and I really hope you do, then please consider subscribing to Slate Plus. When you subscribe to Slate Plus, you get no ads on any Slate podcast, including your favorite one, in case you missed it. You'll be supporting the show. Icy My would not be possible without the support of Slate Plus subscribers. And you also get bonus segments or episodes on shows like Slow Burn, Amicus, Mom and Dad Are Fighting, and Big Mood Little Mood. And you will also get unlimited reading on the Slate website, which means you get access to every single article and advice column without ever, ever, ever hitting the paywall. Just visit slate.com slash Plus to sign up. That is slate.com slash Plus. And we're back. So we've been talking about the kind of business of, I don't even know how you would describe it, masculinity influencer, Andrew Tate. But I think we should maybe get more into the people who are actually paying real dollars to listen to him. The thing about Andrew Tate and his followers is that, like, when you think about it too hard, it's, like, kind of terrifying. But when you describe it, it sounds so
2: funny. It's funny, but it's low-key sad. Sometimes I was reading it, like, do you guys have real-life friends? Do you need therapy? I mean, in a lot of ways, this
1: feels like it's substituting in for community. And I mean, famously, men are lonelier than ever. And communities like these are filling the gap of real life relationships. But it's also like, what are you finding here? Like advice on how to invest in NFTs and push-ups?
2: Yeah, it's, I guess, COVID and lockdown has made people like, more isolated than ever mm-hmm. and a lot of things that used to exist event-wise just don't exist anymore I guess men don't really go up to other men to be friends maybe but like they do it online on the server all the time and it was kind of wholesome in a way seeing them become friends oh. and then it was also at the same time like do you all share these views or do you not? <laughs> I remember at one point someone being like are there women in the server? And I was thinking, yeah, are there, because I didn't see I didn't see any. If they were, they were in disguise. I mean, that makes
1: sense. I don't know what it would if you're being shamed for leaving, I don't know what it would like to be a woman on one of these servers.
2: You can leave quietly, just like click the unsubscribe link. but I guess teenagers kind of want clarity on how to do these things. Um,
1: That's a yeah. good place to there are actual children in this discord, right? Like you encountered real life children.
2: Yeah, there were kids saying things like, hey, my parents think I have been like brainwashed by an influencer, so they want me to leave. What should I do? And they were all like, yeah, just leave, you know, like, it's fine, just try learn as much as you can. They were actually very encouraging and nice. Or like when they had, um, in the UK, we have this thing called GCSE results day, and mm-hmm. 16 year olds get their exam grades. Mm-hmm. And some of them would be like, oh, I don't know if I should continue on to like college and stuff. I don't know if I should stay in education. And then they'll be like, you should stay in education. Get, get your degree. Keep learning. And it was just like, oh, they really mean well sometimes.
1: <laughs> this is kind of the opposite of what I expected after reading your piece.
2: There are strange things on there. But I like on the last day discovered there was a no fap. Server, I guess, obviously, that's not something I would have thought about mm-hmm. like when I was looking around, but I was just like, oh wow,
1: Wait, a no fat
2: server, FAP, FAP, because <laughs> <laughs> of all the words I was searching <laughs> to see what people were talking about, that's, that's that was like the last on my mind,
1: yeah, that's fair. Um, could you explain what that server is for our audience?
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, it's where men are encouraging each other not to masturbate. For
1: what purpose?
2: To uh, ensure that they are clean and organic, intact, kind of. I don't know how to like really describe it, but they believe that it's immoral and they're losing, I guess, kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That I think that's as good of an explanation we're gonna get about no fat because that it doesn't like most things, don't doesn't really make sense in terms yeah. of like a coherent ideology. Um, I'm curious, since you, you saw how big this Discord got after he was deplatformed. Do you think deplatforming works like as a method?
2: Yes and no, because if you don't deplatform someone, you, it's easier to monitor them. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, social media companies can drop the ball. Like, look at January 6th, like,
1: apparently mm-hmm. that was all
2: over Facebook. That's that's wild. Yeah. I guess we will yeah. never know what happens on pockets of the internet, like, especially now we have Twitter communities. Like, I'm mm-hmm. in one and I can tweet and no one can see what I'm tweeting on my timeline. Which, So mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy. It's like a secret bubble. Yeah. <laughs> It's, there's no winning. I do think people li- literally, some people were like, Who is he when he got deplatformed? Yeah,
1: it is. When he got deplatformed, that was kind of the moment that he, I had been keeping up and we had been trying to figure out how we we're going cover to cover him on the show without basically elevating what he was saying. And my primary question when he got deplatformed was Is this just going to activate his audience more? And kind of silo them in a place where most people can't see what's happening and that seems to be exactly what has happened and that almost seems worse than it being out in the open
2: yeah but i guess there are ways of keeping tabs on those circles too it's it doesn't seem like it's too hard Mm. to be infiltrated but that's also a lot of work and and just hoping that they don't do anything criminal
1: Here's hoping.
2: <laughs> Honestly. Well, I mean, I feel like there's like some good eggs in there that sometimes question some of the things that are said. So maybe that that will happen. Mm. Because at one point when loads of people left after Take got deplatformed and affiliate marketing was like, they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Some people turned out they were just there for the affiliate marketing. They didn't really care about anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And other people left because they realized they didn't actually agree with anything that was happening.
1: So when he first got the platform, there was a drop off in numbers. Yeah. And then it increased.
2: Yes, it massively increased after when people realized, because um, when I tried to join, you couldn't join. So there would be like a countdown. Oh. There was like a countdown and it was like, there are no spots available. Mm-hmm. So you had like little spots come up. So I literally had to wait every day. I was like, refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. Literally. <laughs> So I can imagine that he could, like gradually let people in. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to like the exclusivity of it must have made people sign up.
1: Mm. But
2: it does look like he himself isn't on the server. And I don't know if it's to prepare for the big move for the new HU 3.0 slash the real world, or if he left to not ruin what HU have. Because I can imagine that it would get shut down if he stayed in
1: that would make sense if all these other platforms are deplatforming him, that him being present would make that discord um, untouchable. You said the next phase,
2: yes, it's called the real world, and he really is into the whole Morpheus um red pill, blue pill, matrix messaging. Um, that's going to be on telegram. so great. They they believe they'll be able to speak on there more freely. Mm. The the users of the server, because they were all like, why are we going there? And people are like, that's because we can speak more freely. And I'm just thinking, hmm, this is starting to sound scary now.
1: So the the real world, what else does it entail besides moving to Telegram from Discord?
2: Um, I guess in the same way, they'll have um, the whole servers separated into teaching them things. Mm -hmm. There is already a thing he has on telegram and it's called the war room that costs about five thousand dollars to join full shop
1: you just pay five thousand dollars to enter this telegram room yeah and you get
2: access to him and other millionaires so i have this suspicion that that is going to be converted into what will be the real world
1: mm-hmm. okay so that's what's next for andrew tate who do you think is the next andrew tate
2: I think, in a weird way, there's gonna be one for women.
1: Oh, no, that doesn't seem weird to me.
2: The way Gen Z are like switching, it's not just the men, it's the girls too. They're all like, I wanna be a, a traditional housewife and I wanna mm-hmm. learn how to use my femininity to get rich.
1: hmm I wanna live the soft life.
2: It's a soft life, but mm-hmm. try really hard. It seems like a lot
1: of work to live a soft life.
2: Exactly. But I think that, that messaging of, I don't want to work. How do I get there financially? I mm-hmm. think I think there will be a woman somehow that will convince girls the same thing.
1: No, that makes sense to me. That's terrifying, but that makes sense to me. What's something you came across in reporting for this story that did make its way into the final piece?
2: Oh my God, so much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me everything. So when Andrew Tate sends out his emails... Mm -hmm. he signs them with, like, things he's trying to sell or whatever. And recently, he's been signing it off with, like, $10 to get advice for five minutes from individuals selected by him. Oh,
1: so not even him.
2: I guess randomly it could be him. (laughs) But, yeah, that's a whole other industry. (laughs) Ten?
1: Wait, he's... Wait, $10 for five minutes?
2: For five minutes. (sighs) He might be a genius. He, honestly, he is a genius. And just before he launched that, he posted this video of of this, I don't know if he's a kid or just a young man, of him saying he emailed Tate for advice. And Tate replied. So he's he's answering fan mail personally.
1: I mean, what else does he have to do? He's making 11 million dollars a month.
2: True. he has all these side hustles making money for him. And also, when they announced that um, the affiliate marketing scheme was op- over, to mm-hmm. lessen the blow on the students, they told them they would buy their accounts,
1: like their the Twitter and like Instagram accounts they had made. Yeah. So like these TikTok accounts that were like disseminating all of this Andrew Tate content, they're offering to buy them. Yep. Did anybody take them up on this?
2: People were asking, like, how do we get in touch? So I think they have, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, this is a brilliant grift. This is, this is. Honestly. <laughs> I really came into this interview being like, Andrew Tate's an idiot. And now I'm like, I think he's so smart, <laughs> but also so terrible.
2: Him and his whole team, they must have just sat down and thought of all these ways. Because even if it failed, it wouldn't have cost a penny. Like Discord is free. Yeah, this costs them nothing to do.
1: Well, that's a great place to end. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm gonna go think about the genius of this for a long time.
2: <laughs> Honestly, maybe we just need to think of a way to make money.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'll hit you up after this. We can we can launch our own Hustlers Academy. <laughs> Once again, that was BuzzFeed's Ikran here, and her piece is called Andrew Tate's Hustlers University 2.0 has made at least $11 million in just one month. You should definitely read it. All right, that is the show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so please subscribe. It is the best way to never miss an episode, to never miss an interview with an incredible journalist, to never miss another, you know, harbinger of the end of the world like Andrew Tate. Please leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYM pod, which is also where you can DM us your questions and you can also always drop us a note at ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader and me, Rachel Hampton. Daisy Rosario is our senior supervising producer and Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online or in the matrix. This is the story of the one.
0: As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt
1: slipping